welcome. Hello, fellow junkers. This is Nancy Cowles. I am a vintage shop owner in Phoenix, Arizona. The name of my shop is Everything Goes. It's about a 5,000 square foot store. What we like to say is filled with one of a kinds and hard to find. I have over 30 vendors in my shop and each of us are essentially pickers. So today I just kind of want to tell you a little bit about my shop, how I started. I live in Phoenix, Arizona. I've owned my shop for now almost 10 years. Everything Goes has been around for about, I want to say almost 25 years now. I was a vendor there at first with my mom. I used to um, stage houses and I used to always go to Everything Goes and a few other vintage and consignment shops around town. I fell in love with Everything Goes and I thought, you know what, this would be a great little side job for my mom and I to go out and pick things and bring them into the shop, vignette them and sell them. Well, that's how it started 15 years ago because I was a vendor there for five years before I purchased the store, which has almost been 10 years. So I've always loved picking. I've always loved going out and finding unique and different things. I can honestly say my house was farmhouse style 20 years ago. I've always loved the rustic farmhouse style. So I always kind of had an eye to pick things. Let me just back up a little bit and tell you a little bit more about my store before I tell you about myself. When I first purchased the store, I purchased an old clawfoot bathtub. It was just the tub. And I thought, you know what, this would look really cute in front of the shop if we had flowers in there and we painted on there, everything grows. I thought that would be the cutest thing. And so our landlord came by one day and he said, hey, Nancy, I love that you wrote Everything Grows on the front of that bathtub. And I said, oh, thank you. He says, you know, that used to be the name of your shop years ago. And I said, I didn't know that. He said, yes, years ago, Everything Grows was a floral shop in downtown Phoenix area. The gentleman who owned that shop used to bring in a bunch of furniture. He would open up the drawers. He would put flowers, plants all over the furniture people would come in constantly and say, hey, how much is that white dresser over there? How much is that chair with the plant on it? And he would be saying, I'm sorry, that's not for sale. Well, I think he said after about two years, the shop owner said, you know what? Everybody keeps asking me about all this furniture with the plants on it. Why don't I just sell everything? So he changed the name of the shop from Everything Grows to Everything Goes. So that is how my shop got its name. My shop is about 5,000 square feet. Like I said in the beginning of this podcast, I have over 30 vendors. Some of my vendors have been there as long as I have been there and actually longer. My oldest vendor is about to turn 88. He started years ago and he has been through every different type of trend that you can think of. I mean, honestly, he really has and he keeps up with the times, which is really, really awesome. If you go through my store, gosh, there are so many different things in the store. We have mid-century, we have farmhouse, we have French Prudential, we have shabby chic, we have garden, we have Victorian, we have antique stuff. We have a little bit of everything. And I really think that's what makes my shop so unique. A lot of shops are just all painted furniture or kind of things that are just shabby chic. The unique thing about everything goes is there's something for everybody. I have been in shops before that I've watched men walk out of the shops because everything was painted white. My shop, men don't leave because there is rustic, there is tools, there is Western, there is mid-century modern. 
we have a little bit of everything, which I love because it brings in the men and the women and they can shop together. I also love when kids come in and they are looking at things like a telephone and a typewriter. Oh my goodness, you could always find the kids at the typewriter, which is pretty funny. Some kids don't even know what it is. They just want to, you know, click, click, click all the little keys. They think that's so much fun. A lot of vendors in my shop love to go out and pick. They will pick whatever is going to work for them. And in their space, they go home, they clean it up. Some of them repurpose things. Some of them paint things. Some of them strip. They get it all ready. They bring it into the shop. They price it. They merchandise everything. And their booths look amazing. So when you walk into our shop, I'm not kidding you. People always are like, oh my gosh, where did you get this? Oh my gosh, I love that. And I look at them and I say, it doesn't just appear. And that's the name of this podcast is because none of this stuff just appears. We really have to go out. We have to find it. We have to work hard on repurposing, getting it back to its natural state or taking it another direction, which again, that is another really neat thing about my stores because some of my vendors can find an old cabinet door, which to you or me might be garbage. And then they go ahead and they repurpose it. And that is another great thing about my shop. All right, enough about my shop. Now, I will let you guys know that when I'm out picking, I'm not always looking for the things that I like. I always try to find things that others will like as well. Now, how do I know what others like? I really don't. The hard thing is trying to pick out things that I like, that somebody else is going to like, and then I could put them all together in my booth. When I'm out and about, and I see something a little weird, a little, you know, quirky, I look off and I say, you know what, I think I'm going to grab that. So I like to grab things that are a little off and a little bit different. I also like to pick things that others don't usually think about picking. You know, there might be a, a broken window pane or something that's a little bit different that I think, you know what, somebody else might want to repurpose this. So I'll also pick something like that as well. I always pick out primitive stuff. I love the feel of primitive wood. I love the stories behind the primitive wood. If I find a chair and it feels like like it's been touched a thousand times. I like to think about the person that pushed in and pulled out that chair and how many times they sat on it at the dinner table and they told stories. I love that type of stuff. I also like farmhouse style cabinets. I love old bowls. You know, I actually really love a lot <laughs> of stuff. I guess I wouldn't be a picker if I didn't love all of these things. A lot of times I get to go out and I find all this great looking stuff and then I bring it home and I look at it and I say, okay, I'm going to leave it like this, or I'm actually going to do a little bit of sanding to it, a little bit of staining. I don't always do a lot to it because I never know what the person walking in is going to want to do to it. They might like it just the way it is, or they might go, oh, I wish that was its natural color and I've just spent four hours painting it. That's one thing that is hard to figure out what each person wants. But I really think that by throwing some smalls, some books, some plants, some small little knickknacks on there that are unique and different also draws the people's eyes into your booths and makes them want to buy that piece. When I'm out picking, I'm always looking for a little bit of everything. And I will tell you that I love to find unique and different things. I find things not always that I want, but like I said, my buyers might like. I always have the men in my head. They might like an old tool bench, but women like old tool benches as well, because some of these tool benches you could turn into potting benches. I love industrial stuff. I love industrial benches. I love industrial stools. I love industrial wall art. 
anything industrial, I have a love towards that as well. I'm not really a big picker of china and silverware. The younger generation, it seems like over in my store, is not looking for silverware or china. As a shop owner, I'm very lucky that I have a lot of people that call me and they call me and tell me that maybe one of their parents has passed away or their grandparents or their spouse. So a lot of times they tell me what they have and what they're trying to sell. If they say china, I usually just say, oh, I'm sorry. And then I try to give them another suggestion. If they have a bunch of furniture, I'll have them describe it to me first because I've made my mistakes by running over to people's house. And I'm like, ooh, that's not exactly what they said. They said that it was Victorian style, but it's really from the 80s and it's something I don't really, really want. But that's a hard thing to do because I really have to screen and listen to each call. Because when I first purchased the shop, man, every single phone call that came in, I took their phone numbers down, I took their address down, and I was at their house like, boom, within hours. Now I kind of screen a little bit more. I don't have a storage shed. I only buy when needed. Now, when people call, they tell me that their spouse just passed away and I say, oh, I'm not buying right now. But I always ask, what do you have to sell? Because what kind of picker would I be if I didn't ask that question? I mean, what if the lady says to me, my garage is full, my husband loved old gas signs. Oh, if I missed out on that, I don't know what I would do. I always ask that question. If it's something that I really need, hey, I'll take their phone number down and run over there as quick as I can. That is one of the perks of being a shop owner is that I get a lot of calls. I feel bad because I can't always say yes to everything. I do the best I can, like I said, to refer them other places. I'm also very lucky that I do have some pickers. I have some pickers that stop by the shop every so often. They know what I like. They know what I'm looking for. I could tell them in advance what I'm looking for and they'll go out and find them. As a store owner, wife, mother, I don't have lots of time to go out and pick because I'm usually at the shop working, doing paperwork, revignetting, cleaning the store, all the things that come along with owning a shop. I pick out of state up north when I can. If I'm going to California, I'll pick in California. You guys may have heard on my past podcast, I interviewed Taffy and Taffy's one of my pickers. She goes to the Midwest. I'll reach out to Taffy and she'll find me great things. She just recently got back and I have these gentlemen that come in from Japan and they have, oh my gosh, I think they have three shops in Japan. So they come here to the United States and they pick here and then they go to California, they ship it back across seas and they sell a lot of really, really unique things from Arizona, California. And I want to say they go to Texas as well. They love my shop. I love them. They come in and spend a lot of money. So when they tell me what they're looking for, doggone right, I'm going to try to find it. Because one of the shop owners comes in, I would say about four to five times a year. And then I have others that are shop owners that come in once or twice a year. So I'm always trying to remember what people are looking for. We have a wish list as well at the shop. If there's something that somebody's looking for and I don't have it, we put it on the wish list. As soon as it comes in, I call them and customers really, really appreciate that. It's really fun to open up your mind and just pick something unique and different and then somebody comes in the store and I love when they pick from everybody's booth. But when they pick from my booth, I'm like, oh, they like what I like. And that really gets me excited. I'm like, oh, I can't believe that they picked what I wanted. <laughs> so that is fun as well. I have a backyard bargains area at the shop and 
and it's behind one of our buildings and there's a lot of really unique things out there. We got a lot of park benches, old bicycles. Sometimes we'll get some old gas pumps, not their super old tall ones with a ball on the top. I wish we've gotten those, but we haven't gotten those. We just get some gas pumps probably from the 70s and the 80s. A lot of old lockers, trellises, a lot of old trellises. Not everything is super vintage or antique. Some things are from the 80s and the 90s, but you know what? A little bit of that mixed in, people love it. People really, really do enjoy it. If any of you out there are visiting Phoenix and you want to come to my shop, I would love to have you come. We are in Phoenix, kind of like the central area. We are on Cave Creek Road and Cactus, not in the town of Cave Creek. We are on Cave Creek Road, right off the 51, the 101, and the 17. Those are our freeways, and I'm literally like right in the middle of all of them. I have customers that come in once a year and twice a year that are from Canada, from New York, from Florida, from the Midwest, from all over, and they always come back to my shop. That makes me feel really, really good when they come into my shop more than once. I had a couple in yesterday from Vancouver and they say every time they come in, they come to my shop because they love it so much. And that really makes me feel good. Also, if you have a any type of social media, you could find us on Everything Goes AZ. We are on Facebook. We're also on Instagram. And now I have this podcast. I have a website. So it's Everything Goes AZ for all of the social media. If you haven't listened to any of our other podcasts, please do. My goal is to interview different pickers from all around the United States because everybody picks unique things. There are people that just pick military. There are people that just pick French Prudential. There are people that pick just shabby chic. So everybody picks a little bit of different things. So if you're out there and you're a picker and you pick something that's unique and different, you can go to my website and at the bottom of my website, there's information how to get a hold of me. I would love to interview you. If you're out of state, we could always Skype. Also, if you love what you're listening to and you like this podcast and you find it interesting, please tell your friends about it. Have them follow us on our social media. I would really appreciate that. This is just a little quick insight about my store and about me. This week has been a crazy busy week with work. The weather is changing here in Phoenix right now. It's a great time to shop. So if you are in town, I would love for you to come in. Let me know that you heard this podcast. Thank you again for listening. And like I said, share if you would. And on that note, I'm going to end with happy pickings. (music) 